uh, sipping say boy, this ain't your daddy at. He in the Cadillac, me, I'm in the Maybach. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Marcus Boston, and this is Cognac Corner. Welcome back, Jack. Missed you all. We back in the building, back in Big Buddha Studios, doing great things as we like to do, because we do it so goddamn well. And today I have a very special guest on the show, Mr. Dustin Day. Say hello, good sir. What it is. How you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm all right, man. Like I said, just chilling, just chilling. Like we were talking a little before the show. It is what it is. Welcome to the corner. We happy to have you yeah, in the corner man, drinking you know, you know, fine you know. cognacs and is 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 that a what is that bourbon? Yeah, you, know, you know, I had to come through with the uh the crown peach, man. Came in with the crown peach. You know, everybody's everybody's evening. having trouble finding it. But you know, you, when you got plugs out there that can just say, Hey man, let me get that bottle though. And he'd be like, I got you. Come on for there. You know why I'm here. Give, I keep give him round applause, audience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Delay round of applause. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, it's good. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying not to get fined out here. That's all. But <laughs> <laughs> with the Morshawn Lynch in the building, with the Morshawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, man, it's been, it's been busy. Um, you know, I love being on the microphone. Love getting to know people. Yeah, I'm happy to have you down here. We'll have a. Yeah, I'm happy for you, man. I've been digging the show. Been listening to it on all the, on all the uh, SoundCloud and. Uh, iTunes and all them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is my part. Oh, so uh, <clears throat> we're all on major platforms such as your Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Anchors, where you can find us. YouTube as well. I'm being very good, guys. I'm getting my YouTube's uploads up on time now. <laughs> so if you're one of those YouTube people that use YouTube a lot, it's on there. Cognac Corner. Also, those who audience to enjoy great banter from great people doing great things. There you go. Go. And also the socials is Instagram is uh Marcus Boston three one four and Twitter is Boston Cognac underscore might be I should get these together and uh Instagram is Cognac Corner so is Twitter and Facebook leave your comments and your reviews like share follow we love you so please love us back Dustin. Yeah, so, man. So, uh, I mean, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's the notorious underscore D Day. So, hey, you know, uh, you know, I post videos on there sometimes. You know, I go on little rants and terrors. Absolutely. About St. Louis and what people are doing in the community. You know. Absolutely. So, how was Mardi Gras for you? I saw he was working at working in the in the in the area. Yeah, I was over at eighteen sixties this year. Uh, I worked the hard shell saloon. Um, it was cool, you know, just uh, a lot of drunk people, like mm-hmm. always. At four o'clock, it died out though, man. I, yeah. don't, I don't. That's so weird. I ain't never seen. I've been doing Mardi Gras since I was eighteen down mm-hmm. in Soulard. So when everything just died off at four, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna send one of those new guys out here, and I'm going inside." Fuck yeah. Uh, that's the point of being in the streets for long and have yeah, some experience. You know, I did, you can call I did the, damn shots. I did the six, you know, I did I did six hours in the cold and I just was like, you know what? Even though these guys are older than me, um, I got seniority doing Mardi Gras. So what we gonna do is uh you gonna send that guy on out. I'm gonna go enjoy the heat. Hell yeah. So, you know, I did the first six hours out there, so um, we didn't have any two, two, we had like one fight, 
and <laughs> so if you know if you know anything about where 1860 sits and where Molly sits, they're mm-hmm. right across the street from each other. And the dude was like right in the middle, and he was about like five five, maybe five six. I was little ones, I swear. And he pushed this dude, and then I like as he pushed him, I was already on the way out mm-hmm. to get him. Yeah. So when he swung, I caught it. Oh, and man. he was like, "Bro, where'd you come from?" <laughs> I said, "I said you need to back up right yeah. now and just keep walking. Yeah. Go to that alley over there." So right. I got over there and I talked to him. I said, "What's going on, man?" I said, "I said tonight's not the night to be fighting out here." No. I said, "There's cops all over. There's yep. undercover. There's secondary at Molly's." Mm-hmm. I said, "What are you gonna do, man?" He was like, "Um, you know, I'm just gonna um." He was like, "I was like, why are you trying to fight anyway?" He was like, "Oh, well, that's my brother's friend." And he's hitting on my girl. I said, "That's it, bro." I said, "That's a compliment where I'm from." <laughs> right. I said, "I said, let it be." I said, "Don't hate, man. Appreciate it." You know? Yes. I you don't want to be. You know, I don't want a lady that no one else wants. <laughs> you know, you know if I get it. You know, it, it's it's foul. Y'all are supposed to be like boys or whatever, like as some form of respect. But if he's gonna keep hitting on her, you know, whatever, dude. At the end of the day, where's she going home to? Yeah, she going home to you or her? Him. You need to have a conversation with him, just man to man, and calm voice. Like, hey, bro, oh, I did. This is what I, it is. I said, with yeah. him, oh boy, that he had yeah, an issue yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Now, at that point, he chooses to get disrespectful. Now, we get now. Okay, cool. I got you. Not, not here, but I got you. We can, all right, I see you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I told him. You. I said, uh, I said, look, I said, uh, I said, I basically told him like I was a cop. I was like, you want to go home? <laughs> you want to go to jail? Because <laughs> you start one fight in a crowd, you have about ten fights in the crowd. Yeah. And I was like, you want to go home? You want to go to jail? He's like, man, I'm going to go home. I said, I said, you need to go straight down to Broadway and go to a different bar. I, yeah. said, I said, he needs to go somewhere else. I said, because mm-hmm. if I come off this corner again, mm-hmm. I said, it ain't going to be nice. Bro. I'm, I'm brachial <laughs> stunting everybody. Trouble, trouble. Shut down. Shut down. Absolutely. <laughs> it's always the fucking little ones. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know when I get when I get gassed up. Last thing I'm thinking about, I want to fight. Oh man, I'm, I'm enjoying the liquor, man. The liquor, right. the liquor, the liquor. I'm trying to liquor. Yeah, I'm enjoying the liquor. I'm trying to liquor. You, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm enjoying the liquor. Yeah, I'm trying man. to liquor. Why yeah. are you trying to fight? I don't right, understand. Well, you're killing the vibes out here, man. Ah, oh, we got it. The vibes, vibes, man. Everything's about a vibe in this world. I don't know if everybody knows that. You yes, know? there's good vibes. There's bad vibes, and there's like chill vibes where you just want to coast. I try to help, you know. I'm, yeah, you know, you know. Play some little Duval till it yeah. pull up. Yeah, I ain't trying to fight. I'm trying to tell nah, it pull up. Nah, man, just chilling, man. Let me pull up in that. Let me pull up in that Tesla like he got, man. Right. So hey, you know, he be smoking and letting them out on autopilot. Come on, Duval. Get, 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 I thought about the vibes, man. Yeah, man. Like I don't understand. Like life is so life is long, but it's short. It is. But you gotta enjoy the day you have, and fighting on a, on a Saturday you're gonna be until Monday. Monday. See, so you, the girl you fighting over gonna be a so all you doing is giving him an end because right. you, you going to jail. Right. He not. Right. She gonna be available. Now right. you now you mad mad. Right. Now you big mad. Right. Right. Stupid. Now you gotta worry about well maybe she ain't gonna do nothing with him. You know <laughs> they they one still out here drinking. I'm the one locked up looking stupid. They won't let me out. You got your ass whooped by the police. So they cold and angry. They got to tussle oh, yeah, with your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. All right. Can you play? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I like, oh, police? Uh, I'm gonna go this. I, I, don't, I don't even really mess with the police, man. I'm going like, I, I respect I, you. Please don't shoot me. Yeah, and good. yeah man. I, I legit, man. I don't know if it's the way I grew up or, you know, where I come from. I just, 
I just, I don't, I mean, I don't dislike the police, but I don't fuck with them neither. I'm just like, oh, like, y'all over there, I'm over here. If I don't do nothing, y'all ain't going to come over here. I so, understand this is not made for me to succeed in. Mm. So, being that that, I don't want no smoke. Mm-mm. I don't want to respect. I, first of all, you got to stop in general, regardless of what your position is. Respect and empathy. That's oh, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start off there. Then, if you have a ability to fuck my day up, I'm going to double down on that because oh, yeah. I can be right, but you have the power to make me be in the wrong. So, yeah. why do I want to test this system? Right. And at the end of the day, it's my word against your word. Exactly. And you know? in the process to figure out who's right is going to be a long one if I am. So why I want to waste my time? Right. Why, why do I want to waste my time and lose money out here? Yeah. It's I'm on happen. a hustle, man. That's it. I can't hustle for buying these balls. Right. 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 And I didn't even, I'm not even the hustle that people like think about. Like when I say hustle, I mean like I'm out there working like 10 hour shifts. Yeah. I'm out there, you know, doing side jobs. I'm out there, you know, making mines. Not, you know, I ain't standing on the corner selling. I mean, that is a form of hustling. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And, you know, I might have dipped into that a little bit, you know, when I was younger. But, yeah, yeah. you know, and, it, and I teach their own, you know, like you got to know when to pull out. You got to know when to keep going. And it's, it is what it is at the end right. of the day. And and dealing with people that don't want to see you grow, which is usually what their job is. Right. It's not going right. to make right. your day better. Right. There's plenty of people out here for that. Yes. They have plenty of people that have chosen their path. What they did, can, they can, can bother. Why you want to be one of them? What did Cat Williams say? Uh, if you ain't got... If you got 15 headers by the beginning of the day and you ain't got 20 by the end, you're doing something wrong. Right. You know, so please, by all means, hate on me. Please. I don't, I don't care. That's how I'm keeping school. Okay. Yeah. You hating on this? Great. I mean, good, I'm doing good. the right that thing. That means I'm doing the right thing. You Why you no over attention? here struggling and complaining about the same thing you did two mm-hmm. weeks ago and it's been the same thing you've been talking about for two weeks. Bro, you haven't moved off that couch in two weeks. I don't understand it. You know? It's... I, People like I'm bored. I worked. Look, when I okay, go back to the hustle real quick. Mm-hmm. When I say hustle, like Friday night, I worked. Okay, I worked from five to four a.m. I get I left around like four a.m. Maybe three. I knew I had to be in Soulard at ten to work. I didn't go to bed. I said, you know what? Like if I go to bed, I got an hour drive ahead of me to get home anyway. So time I get some sleep, I'm gonna be real tired. Mm-hmm. Went to Walmart, got some stuff, hat, gloves, some hand warmers, some foot warmers, a couple energy drinks, put it in my bag, and then it was like seven o'clock, and I hit up, I hit up the, you know, hit up the guys that work in security. I said, "Hey, where are you guys at?" They're like, "Oh, we're all at, you know, such and such house." I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna come swing by and kick it with y'all, whatever." I mean, I worked all day, so I worked from. So, mind you, I didn't go to bed. I I woke up. <laughs> Is that my mom calling me? That's my mom's ringtone. If y'all don't know. Uh, so, mind you, I worked. I got I got to work on Friday at five. I left there at almost four, probably. And then I had that little break in between, and I started working again. And I worked from ten to eleven that night. And then I might have went out drinking mm-hmm. after that. And then I didn't get home after the drinking. Uh, because of this crown peach right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get home until about 5. <laughs> now, I had to be at work at 9 a.m. that on Sunday. Yeah. So, I got like three hours of sleep. and But, I mean, all in all, I had like a 36-hour work day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is what it is. That's that's a form of hustling right yeah. there. You know, that's that's what it's about. Like, you, I, I know I'm going to make a lot of money that day. So, why not just hustle and make that money? And then, yeah. 
I miss, you know, I might have been on a 36-hour, like, awakeness, yeah. but ain't nothing a bang or a Red Bull can't fix. Yeah, you eventually get to sleep. Yeah, yeah, I'll get, I mean, I'll, I'll make up on You'll that catch sleep. Up. Yeah, 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 it's all good. Exactly. Sleep, yeah. you know, no, we got time for that. Yeah, anybody got time for that, man. You don't have, which we can't always gauge experiences in time, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, there's plenty of times I'm like, man, I should probably go make this bread, but then let me enjoy some time some good people. Yeah, you know, know, and I get Mondays and Tuesdays off. I work five days a week, so Mondays and Tuesdays are my day off. And uh, I don't do nothing, man. I just kick it with people. I might go out to a bar, grab a drink. Might go get a dinner with some chick, you know. You know, it's, it's, you know, it might be a different one every week. It might be the same one. We're going to get into it. Don't worry. Don't you worry. (laughs) Don't you worry. Don't you worry. You keep on talking about your hustling. I'll set you up for failure. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, you hate already. See? Look, that's a hater. I'm not hating because I'm going to end up getting in trouble anyway yeah, yeah. in this one yeah. on my own. So, yeah, see, look. We, we, we can go down together. Yeah, man. How, but anyways, let's, you know, the weekend went past. This weekend was cool. Yeah. I know I didn't make it out to your mom's party because I, uh, I had to uh, work, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I probably should give you a better head notice. That's, that's, that's on me. It's all good. I mean, we ran into Pops, so you did tell me there. What happened? Oh, we were. You, you don't remember seeing me at Pops? Yeah, you're right. Oh, you had white shit. castles in the car waiting on you. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a rough night. Yeah, I did. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did end up. With, yeah, I was. I was. A friend had convinced me. Yeah. Usually, a lady friend is usually what would convince me to go places I shouldn't be going. And uh, that is correct. You are right. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. It's not coming back to me now. Yeah, you, wow. did, you did tell me about it then, but I, yeah. I was like, I was like, I gotta see what my schedule is. Right. But I kind of figured I would be working that day anyway. Yeah. But I hope she had a blast, man. I hope she kicked it. Mom had a mom turned fifty four. Oh, I see? drank Hennessy all night oh, and lemonade. I came in looking like a, a head football coach of a football <laughs> team in high school. <laughs> <laughs> on the sidelines, not that the suit, bro. I saw, I saw pictures. I said, I said, look at Mister Boston right here, all cleaned up. They come got in his full. hair braided, got all lined up. Oh man, I came in fresh. Like, yeah. hey, like hey, I you got like, to, man. Like I was you going to court. To. You, got, you got to, you know, you got, you got to show out. Like, hey, look, I threw this party for my mom's, mm-hmm. but I'm also out here getting it too, man. So yeah. what's up? I was out here looking for it, but l- luckily. The people I, hmm, shall I say people? <laughs> the phone numbers I called didn't pick up, and I appreciate oh. appreciate that because I was looking for number trouble, number oh, Hennessy trouble. Man. Knowing I had something to do that morning. Yeah, you know, well. But I still was looking for that Hennessy trouble, and no one picked up. I was like, cool. cool. You know what? I wasn't maybe, mad at it. Maybe I just go to bed, man. Yeah, I slept great. Yeah. So I had to work at two, but um, it just wasn't long enough. <laughs> I bet not. I woke up at nine, like, wide awake, like, oh, I'm not hungover. I didn't drink much water. I drank a lot of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. And um, how'd you feel? How'd you feel when you went to work though? When you started. I was. Moving? I think I grabbed a bang and had some Chinese food. Mm-hmm. So I was. I was. Okay. I got back right. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm only 26, man. So when I when I go on a, uh, like a 14, 15 hour drinking day, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which ain't often. Like I, I mean, I I drink. I sip on you know whatever every day. You know, mm-hmm. I sip on Crown Apple a lot and Sprite. Yep. And. Uh, but look, so me, you get you get the days that I drink drink. Um, I mean, I feel like I wake up and I'm fine. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if it's because I don't do it that often. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I drink to enjoy myself. I don't drink to get blacked out. If right. That make, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I think I only had like one or two shots. Yeah. But like, I was really heavy into uh, Long Islands and yeah. Oh, you mix. You mix. 
Yeah, I was. I was that that night. I was just straight. I did a straight cognac yeah. the whole night. I might have had a rumpelman shots maybe once or twice, and then we did some um, some recreational stuff. Mm. Uh, so I was I was nicely balanced out and I had a good night. You know, uh, we, we, I probably went home about two. We got to about maybe eight thirty, and I had had enough. I said, "Well, I think um, this phone, you know, uh, sort of dry. So I guess I'll go ahead and hit this house, hit this bed." This bed, these pillows, some head tonight. It's <laughs> the only person that's picking up tonight. So I'm gonna get up out of here. You know, there's sometimes I leave work, man. I'm just like, I might have had one too many behind the bar, uh-huh. and then I'm, I, you know, I got like a thirty, maybe forty minute drive, depending on like how fast I drive. Yeah, coming from Illinois to Missouri, you know, I'm like I don't like, like I said, I don't like cops, and I definitely don't like state troopers. Uh, they sitting man. there bored anyway. Wishing, wishing a motherfucker, wishing somebody speeding. You know, so the best, the best advice I can give someone, and like legit, if you're gonna drink and drive, first off, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uber, Lyft. something, Lyft, mm-hmm. call a cab. I know what is this cab? This this cab thing we talking about? All right, I, what what is that? What is, you know, I know people don't know what a cab is anymore. <laughs> you know, but you know, there, there is, you know, there is a thing called a cab, and they will come get you. They might take a little longer. Eventually, but I mean, they gonna come because they want your money. But if you gonna drink and drive, like I'm just gonna say this: this is just put it on cruise, man. Cruise mm-hmm. control, yeah. You know, and just go sixty, go fifty five, go fifty five. Don't give them a reason to like, oh, you right at sixty, fam. Like, yeah. I'm gonna pull you over because you at sixty, right? Man, go fifty five and just cruise and stay in the middle lane. Don't stay in the right lane. Don't stay in the left lane. Just stay in the middle. And follow the lines. That's all I can say. Follow the lines. These are <laughs> driving jams from <laughs> Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dustin. For my audience, let so we can we can get to this relationship stuff oh, now. Okay. Because I'm nosy and I'm probably gonna tell them myself. I'm gonna hear about it all week, but it's okay. Well, it is what so, it is. I mean, I'm 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 single, so it is what it is. Like, uh, and I, you know, I've been through a lot. And he's uh, 26 years of mine. And the audience wants to know all you've been through. Hmm. So let's start at the beginning. So uh, tell me about your parents. Were, they, were you raised in a loving two-parent home? Or what, where um, did you come from? I was not raised in a two-parent home. Um, I actually grew up. Um, it's it's real hard because, okay, so if I don't deal in drugs. And that's for a reason. I mean, you just go back in the past. And, like, I've never smoked weed. Mm-hmm. I've never been high. I've never said, "Hey, man, I need to go smoke some weed." Yeah, like, and I I don't look down on people that do that. Uh-huh. I don't care. I get it. It's medicine. It helps you. <laughs> it, it, I got you, Mister Boston. It it helps with anxiety. I get it. You know, it helps people out here. I understand that. But I came from a home where uh, my father passed away when I was three. Mm-hmm. Um, God rest his soul. He overdosed on uh, heroin. Mm, so you know you know it's and that's why i look down on people that i mean i don't look down on people i just look down on the drugs yeah it's killing us out here it is literally killing us out here so if you know anyone that is on something reach out to them help Mm -hmm. them i mean that's that's some of the best advice i could give anybody that's been through what i've seen in my own two eyes in 26 years so if you see anybody help them it, it's an addiction it's a drug mm-hmm. yes they're choosing it to put it in their body but it is i guarantee you it's probably one of the toughest fights that anyone can 
yeah. go through. Yeah. I mean, cause like, I mean, I mean, we all have things going on, and everyone chooses different drugs. We choose Coca Cola, yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. And every, I'm not saying like this. This this is a drug too. Like yeah. this liquor is a drug. It, it's yeah. you know one of the most and, accessible ones of all of them. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's the easiest one to get to. I mean, I can go buy a bottle of Pop Off for seven yeah. bucks and go through it and get another one. Yeah, no one you think know, twice. You know, and that that's probably the worst. I don't know. I ain't the worst, but that's yeah. I mean, that's probably the worst vodka you can Maybe probably buy. Mad Dog might be next. Ooh, you know, it ain't even the name of it ain't even Mad Dog, dude. What is it? It's like, uh, oh my god, it's like Madison and oh. Davison. Damn, that is I the, never knew. That is the name. I believe. I think it's Madison and Davison. You can look it up on YouTube. I'm sure people are Google. Yeah, but I it, it from the whole laptop. But what yeah, <laughs> no, but no, it it's not even like I, I came from the street. Someone said, "I'm gonna get that mad." Someone dog. act like the mad dog. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't even called shit. mad dog. If you oh, like I used to work at a gas station, mm-hmm. and it did not come in. It did not say mad dog anywhere on that box. It said like Madison and Davison. MD twenty twenty. Yep, yep, yep. In all the flavors, and, I, and you know, I like the purple myself. I've never had it. Oh man, it's it's rough, man. I've it tastes like ninth it. grade. It's like ninth grade. <laughs> Smell like Teen Spirit. <laughs> but let's go back. Let's go back to the uh, yes. my parent situation. Yes. Like, uh, so my like I said, my father passed away when I was three, um, and I took a real hard toll on my mom. Um, yeah. And she was obviously involved in drugs as well. But um, God bless the uh, the lady who did raise me, which was uh, my mom's friend, mm-hmm. uh, Emetta Menard. She, uh, round of applause for her. Yeah, yeah, man. She took me and my little brother in when I was seven, and he was four, seven and four. That sound about right? That's about right. About right. Close enough. Um, so, I mean, she took us in. She raised us. Um, we didn't see eye to eye when I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you tell me you was a, re- a rebellious child, huh? Somewhat, man. Somewhat. You know, I just had a smart mouth. That was it. You, know? you not you. Nah, man. I, I, got, I got bullshit with people all day, but you know. <laughs> um, so in second grade, I met my best friend, Chris Evans. Um, great guy. Great, you know, great person. I ain't never. Captain America? Oh, yeah. Captain. He, he's mixed, though. My Chris Evans is mixed. <laughs> he, he looks like a. So he's he going to be mad when he sees this. <laughs> but, or hear this. I call him fake Drake. Oh, he looked—he looked like Drake, but he's just a knockoff version. Oh, he gonna hate you. Oh, you know, old oh, fake yeah. Drake. He gonna be all right. Oh well, you know. Oh, so well. I met him in second grade, and we've been best friends uh, ever since. And uh, his dad—we um, call him old man—actually mm-hmm. stepped up to the plate and uh, took that father role and ran with it. And man, I, I tell you right now, that dude has saved my ass more than any times that I can count. Um, I mean, you talking about someone that goes out of their way to help people. Mm-hmm. I'm not even blood, and the man calls me his son. Like, I'm on his desk at work as a photo. That's dope. And people say, who's this white dude? He goes, that's my son. <laughs> that's my son. That's my son. Hell yeah. He just, you know, he didn't stand out in the sun too long. That's what he tells him. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> you know, so I come from a diverse family, man. Yes. I come back, I, you know. So I don't look at color like most people. I don't. I don't judge. I try not to judge people. We all judge people. I mean, you see a crack. You, you, you let like, your oh, that's a crack. You let like, your unconscious bias yes, really make make yes, your decisions for yes. you. Yes, you know if you see a crackhead on the street, you can be like, oh, okay, that's a crackhead. Don't talk to them. Yeah. But you know, you, again, it comes back to where you don't know where these people are coming from. Exactly. So with my dad, my dad always told me, you know, never let your servant's towel be too big. 
Mm. You know, don't don't judge a book by its cover. Um, you know, like it's just you know, just just a brilliant man and I'm just I'm just a nutshell in this mug. <laughs> and I'm trying to absorb all all the knowledge that he had. Yeah. You know, and I, I love my mom, which is just, I call my mom, um, her name is Emetta, but I do call her mom because mm-hmm. she did raise me. Fuck yeah. So, um, I mean, she, I mean, so I do love my mom. We don't see eye to eye. Like, we still don't see eye to eye on things, but it's cool. Like, yeah. I love her, but yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just bond with my dad a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it happens. We grow. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know what I mean? So if that, at the age we are, you just... Yeah, you're and, both y'all both adults, so you're not necessarily agree right, right. on the way you live in your life, but you know what you're doing, you know what you're not telling her. Right, right. And I and I and I think it has to do with like you know like this is a male figure, so I can go talk to him about male stuff. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, but I'm not I'm not scared to tell my mom anything, right? Because I grew up with her, and she she always told me, "You need anything, come talk to me." Yeah, you know, I'm here. Like I love you. That's why I took you in. You know, she didn't have to do that. Mm-mm. Communication is everything. Like, everything I, you gotta, I preach communication all the time. Even when you don't want to, it's often yeah. time when you need to communicate the most. Right, right, right. And now there's so many different forms to do it. We don't have, if you're not, it should be a balance between doing it in text messages and doing it in person because you can't lose in translation. Right. You know what I'm saying? But there's no reason not to say something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least open the door so then they engage you. It's not always, the hardest things are always the best things. Right. And if you don't even want to talk to this person no more, like you can legit legit just be like you know just be straight up with somebody like what is real nothing like i don't i haven't met a like it's been a long time a long time since i've met someone into like that's a real motherfucker right mm-hmm. there and it's i mean it's it's been a couple years mm-hmm. and like if you ain't gotta bullshit somebody in this world you don't like you can legit just be like hey man like i don't fuck with you because i don't like you yeah there it is. That's cool. That's like, cool. All right. Fuck it. Fair enough. You don't like me because of who I am? You don't like me because of the shit I talk? You don't like me because I tell you the truth at the end of the day, and you don't like that? Well, guess what? I'm not changing for you. Fuck no. I'm I, all I got. I, yeah. I get one shot at this thing because I like Yeah. And, I, and if I piss, I'm going to piss some people off along the way. That reflects more on them, not you. Yeah. And that, I mean, that should just, like, that should just tell you, now I'm not saying, like, judge a person off of that but that would tell you what type of person that person is yeah like if they're real or not if they're real or fake or they they care about people in general like man i do so much charity work in this in st louis it, it is ridiculous and I, i'm not saying like i'm perfect or i'm better than anybody i do it because i care for people i've mm-hmm. been in people's like i've been i felt like I'm, i was homeless before you know mm-hmm. not to the point where i didn't have a roof over my head but i had nothing you know what I'm saying? Like, all this is material. Like, this is material. Mm-hmm. You can replace that. Yeah. But can you replace your life? Can you replace, you know, the people that have been in your life? Yeah. You know, like, you lose people along the way. Absolutely. And, like, that's a whole, like, that would help, like, that would help, that's helped me grow as a person who I am today. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've took, like, when me and the ex, like, I was married, man. I married at 24. Oh, you fresh out, dude. Yeah, man, I'm 26. You know? Yeah, you fresh out fresh out the clink. So, and I mean, the marriage didn't last long, but the relationship <laughs> was a lot longer. Yeah. So, I mean, we dated junior year, man. And then it was, uh, it's cool. Like, it was cool. Like, we dated junior year. Mm-hmm. She was homeschooled. 
And I, I went to a public school, went to Cleveland, in Jarrell TC. Man, you went to Cleveland when it was, uh, before it went to the south side, it was over there off of, um, damn. Talking about on the north side? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. the old Pruitt building? Yeah, yeah man. man. My guys, a bunch of my guys was in my neighborhood <laughs> went to Cleveland. Yeah, they, they all, I was catching them, we all got the, off the bus at the same time. Oh, they yeah. come off the bus in the uniforms. Yeah. So, like, oh, look at you guys. Yeah, so, Pruitt, so junior, my junior year, we were that was the last year we were in Pruitt. Um, and then we moved over to the south side. Mm-hmm. Uh over where uh, Central is now. Yeah. So Central and us share a building, mm-hmm. which is cool, whatever. Like, it is what it is. We don't we don't really interact. Like, we didn't really interact with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, a couple AP classes merged over. Mm-hmm. I guess the school district was trying to save money. Yeah, is, that, was a, that was a tough time for some of those publics. Yeah, yeah. a lot of and shit. They're, they're the still, I mean, they're still hurting, man. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, I think St. Louis going forward, and I, not to cut you off. No, you're good. But I think going forward, when this, like, when we get the county and the city back together, this one fucking city. Yeah. And be a metropolitan. Yeah. Like this bullshit we got going on now. We don't man. need, we don't need 15 counties. We don't Do, need. No. You know, I go, I live, I live on the outside of uh, Lima. Mm-hmm. I hate going through Bella Villa. Yeah. That is the smallest municipality I've ever seen. It is four blocks by four blocks. Yeah. They will pull you over going one mile an hour over the speed limit. And I'm like, really? Like, there's other, like, like, why, why is not St. Louis County taking over this municipality or mm-hmm. whatever? Or you, why are you guys still here? Like, I don't care, but it, I feel like tax, you know, taxes could, benefit from someone else yeah we don't need 15 different court counties i read the thing i think it was like st louis county has 176 municipalities with a a total city under a million people yeah that's horrible math that's that's terrible each one has a mayor and a council why it was terrible it's it's horrible it's hopefully the plan i think i think i think that's based on the world we live in going forward and like St. Louis aren't from cities like Memphis, yeah. Indianapolis, they have that same setup, and then they merge, and now mm-hmm. they're doing, now they're thriving. Mm-hmm. You can't compete on a national stage for like corporations and shit like that, and and development. When I have to come as a developer and talk to five different counties to put one fucking mall here, right? I'm not dealing with this right. shit, right? I go to Chicago, right. I go to somewhere else right. and build and put my headquarters there, and right. not deal with this shit, right? You losing out. It's like we live all live in the same house, we fight amongst each other instead of fighting the, fighting the neighborhood. What the fuck does that mean? We're not, we're not getting nowhere. We live in the same fucking house. Exactly. You know? Like, you know. The house in tear, tear, my room is clean, but the house is falling apart. Right. What does right. that mean? I mean, my mom lives in the JVL. If you guys don't know where that is, it's like on the outskirts of downtown of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nothing but a vacant lot through there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying to, like, don't get me wrong, Habitat has came in there and rebuilt a lot of those homes and tore down and bought the land and rebuilding, but I mean, I just go, I mean, I grew up, I mean, that's where I grew up for like two or three years. Before then, I grew up over by the Cochran's. Um, mm-hmm. I lived right across the street from the old Cochran Projects. I don't know if it was like three high rises. Yep. That was probably like home to 200 families in each, each one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like it, they tore down the Cochran's. They built like new homes, new modern homes for like elderly people which is cool or people that's on fixed income which is cool yeah but why does it take why does it take to the very end of it to be rat infested mm-hmm. drug infested you know like boarded up homes burnt down buildings burnt down churches people are out here burning churches y'all because they just vacant they're vacant yeah. churches people are burning them down when we when we have people in office that are not 
that don't that don't come from these neighborhoods, don't care about it, they don't put right. their attention on them in right. a positive way. They don't. They try to respond to law enforcement and like in correction, not like let me give you guys jobs and empower and maybe make this nice place to live. Yeah. Or not try to say, oh, whoop, get some development. Let's keep people out. No, let, no. let's let's empower people to live there. I mean, let's let's no try to help to, them. No one wants to be a goddamn thug, right? Like, you got to give people jobs, and you right. can't take away school programs. Some people, I mean, I get it. Some people ain't grateful. Some people don't care. They they're comfortable with the way they live in. I mm-hmm. get that. Like change is hard for some people. It is, you know, especially if, especially you never seen it before. Oh yeah, and especially if you grew up like you know, like I, I told myself I didn't want to grow up in this neighborhood, or I didn't want to be in this neighborhood. Um, you know, just because the way I see how other people live their lives, you know, mm-hmm. I got walking down the street one day in a red hoodie wearing ACDC on it. I got told I'm wearing the wrong color. Mm-hmm. I'm 15 at the time. And they don't own shit in their neighborhood. Tell you what they own. Right. Block is theirs. Right. And I'm, I'm over here like, dude, I'm the only white family over here. You don't get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm about mine. And I'm about what I'm about protecting mine. Exactly. I'm not worried about your fucking color. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about how am I going to make it to school the next day, or you know, is you know, is my mom got enough money for the bills? Like we I'm grew up on a damn businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm walking down the street going to McDonald's, you know, trying to get a dollar burger or something. Exactly. It is what it is. I mean, I started working at 14, but it is what it is. Right. But St. Louis is all backwards. I think we're getting there. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it, it has to because we can't keep going this direction and think we're going to compete with everybody else. No, we just no, can't. No, no. So, I mean, I think the next ballot and a lot of things I've just been watching going forward, like, clearly, we need to get an NBA team. Mm-hmm. We have to be appealing to have one. You ha- we have to get the legislation and the politicians that make decisions to bring this shit together as one. Then you can sort of you can, then you can compete for things that matter. You it's, have to get rid of the shit. And, and then, like, I would love to have a basketball team. With loved one, I don't care what we call them. Call them the, the St. Louis Spirits or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> the Brown, you know, take the old baseball name or whatever. Whatever, like St. Louis wants to do. Like if we if we got a basketball team, I don't think it would last for too long. I think it'd be another Ram situation. We would have to get like a soccer. I think soccer team has to be first. I think we need MLS team just to just to get something. That new would be great. Be. That's the number one sport played in the world. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm in, I'm in for it. Yeah. Be just like that'd be great. I mean, that's Seattle the number one. Yeah. That's the number one team or the number one sport played worldwide. Mm-hmm. There's 7 billion people in this world. And that's the number one sport. Go for it. Absolutely. You know, but the whole thing with the basketball thing is, is I, I love St. Louis. I'm a diehard fan for whatever team I was, you know, whatever. Even though I didn't like the Rams, I still root for them because they're my hometown. Mm hmm. They've gone and left, and uh, my dad's going to kill me, but, you know, that's his team. That was his team when they were in L.A. first. Uh So when they came to St. Louis, he was excited. Absolutely. So I can literally say I've seen a team come to a city and leave. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but it also comes on down to the fans. Like, you're not backing these people up. Yeah. If they're not making the revenue that they want to make, why would you stay? Yeah, but then the ownership didn't want the motherfuckers to make it anyway. He didn't, and I, I get that. I he, get that. I mean, ownership. Cronky didn't carry. Either. Exactly. I mean, like, you look at the Patriots. Look at any. <sighs> the, fucking look at the Spurs. You start at the top. 
if you right. really are invested in your team being dope as shit, you spend the money. You got to spend the money to make money. Yeah, I get that. And he had his eyes on L.A. once that once old lady died. Mm-hmm. He already knew where he wanted to go. So he's gonna he's gonna strangle the team, <clears throat> not give you shit, leave that terrible ass Fisher, right, Mr. Fifty Fifty, Mr. Fifty Fifty, come on and, down, and let him run this shit into the ground and make a terrible <clears throat> product so it's easier to fucking get him out of here. And so, I, you know, crazy thing is, I like Jeff Fisher as a coach, like. I like him in Tennessee. He killed it in Tennessee. After that, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He I don't just gave a check. But that's, yeah. I yeah, thought he was going to do good, you know? But he wasn't empowered to do it. He, 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 he didn't have the team. Yeah, he wasn't giving shit to work with. You see what they did the first year in LA. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. Well, we see what they're doing. Yeah. Dustin, t- t- tell me about these women, man. Tell All me right, about man. Tell me, you growing up. All right, man. So I'm, 20, I'm 26 now. Like 26 I now. You know, 26. Got the beard of. Uh, <sighs> Of a grown man, of, of, a, old, of an old man. Yeah, man, let it grow. Uh, <laughs> some some ladies love it, some ladies don't. It it is what it is. It's it's. Uh, I want to say more like it than they don't. I'm gonna say this just knowing the climate that I live in, <laughs> I can't get my shit to get no goddamn. Oh uh, man, just gotta <laughs> let it grow, man. Just practice, practice, practice. Let it, feel, let it just grow. I gotta pray. I gotta pray and practice. Yeah, man. It's gonna you know it's gonna come in shaggy at first, but you just keep letting it go, and hopefully when it comes cons- in. When you be consistent. I get my consistency. Yeah, up. yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's talk, I mean, let's talk about these women, man, out here. Like I said, I've been married. I've been in relationships. I've been in long-term relationships. I've been in short-term relationships. I've been in just, hey, want to fuck? Relationships. I'm cool with that. Like, but you've been in the industry for a long time, so you- I've been so you, in the industry for way, I, let's say, like, I've been, I've been working in bars since I was 14. Right. So <clears> you, so that, so you've been behind a curtain for a long time, because a lot of dopeness, a lot of women- Come in as waitresses and bartenders. They do, they do. And you, especially how long you've been in management, you yeah. have like almost, a, and you've been cool as shit, and have to, and got the the, the drip of a, <laughs> of a very seasoned man. Oh, man. You have an advantage, and you've been in management for a while. Yeah, you know, and I work at a bar right now, and uh, we ain't allowed to mingle with the staff, which is cool. Like, right, I don't, it, it I don't be care. boundaries, I don't, right? I don't care. I'm, I've been in the industry long enough. I know enough waitresses and. Uh, bartenders out there that are cool, and I'm cool yeah. with them. Um, you know, and uh, so it's I've been doing. Like I said, I've been doing it since I was 14. I've worked in any type. I've worked in every type of bar you can think of at a young age. Mm-hmm. I've worked in a sports bar. Mm-hmm. I've worked in a party bar. 16, I was running a kitchen in a biker bar. <laughs> you can look out from the kitchen of this biker bar. And you can see their stage. They have a stage right when you walk in from the bay doors. There's a pole on there. Uh-huh. When I tell you anytime anyone, any woman got up on that stage, mm-hmm. let me just say the owner to that to that bar came back and said, um, go back by the grill. Because oh. he was not letting me come out there. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, I can't let you go out there. But, you know, you... you you finesse, you like, oh, I gotta use the restroom. So you go around the other way mm-hmm. and come out the side door to yeah. the bar. Yeah, yeah. There's there's multiple ways around in different bars. You learn all the secret cuts and everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, I've loved, I've lost. Uh, I mean, it's you know, I've been cool with people. It's it's what is love, dude? Like, love is so hard to find nowadays, man. man it is. Like, I, I I thought I had one. I, I really did. For six years, I thought I had. I thought I knew what love was. Right. You know, I I had ups and downs with the girl. Um, she, I mean, she was my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought we were ride or dies till the end, till until one of us died. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I don't know what what would happen from there. 
But, you know, people grow out of each other. Right. And, you know, you learn that. And, you know, maybe you got to keep a little, you got to keep spark. You got to keep, you got to keep the flame going in the relationship. Yes. You got to keep, you got to be, you got to keep reading. You got to keep re- reinventing yourself. You got to keep what got you there right. going. Because right. if you can take it for granted, it, the, the fire will burn out. Because yeah. we human beings, like Why monogamy you like, is a choice. And I think, I think I did, like, we, we were on the same, we were on the same schedule for like three years. Mm-hmm. And it, I think that took a little toll on us. We did the same thing almost every day. Like. I go to work, she go to work, mm-hmm. you know, and I might, but I've been in the industry and she was doing something else, like working as a call teller or something or whatever. Nine to five type shit. Nine to five. I'm, I'm working fucking whatever. closing five o'clock AM, whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not home until 6 AM, but I leave the, I might leave the same time that she goes to work. I mm-hmm. might work a double or something. Yeah. She's making more money than me. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. But why do I, I mean, I was just doing it because I love, I love the industry. Like, right. I, I do it for money. Yes, I'm not saying it's it's not about money. It, it's it's always going to be about money when you're working in an industry that's mm-hmm. about money. Yeah. <laughs> so like I do it, but I I like people. Some days I like people less than most days. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. know, I, attitudes are key, man. I try to be positive. I, I go to I go around every table. If you ever come into the restaurant that I work at, I, I will come to your table. Knowing if I know you or not. I will put my hand on your table or chair and say, hey, how's everything doing? Mm-hmm. At least once or twice, you'll catch me running around saying that to you. Yeah. And if I know you, I'm, I'll sit down and buy you a drink, whatever. What, shoot what, the shit. Yeah. Shoot the shit. You know, I got like 10 minutes to do it or whatever. If we're busy or slow, depends on what day and what time it is. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, it's my job to keep the party going and keep everyone having a good time yeah. and no having incidents. So with that being said, now, how do you how do you find love in the bar industry? People say, like. Where do you, you meet a lot of people. Yeah. And sometimes it just happens to be someone in the industry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of situations, relationships start in the workplace. We spend most of our goddamn time, yeah. especially yeah, becoming yeah, an yeah. adult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is a natural occurrence. You know, it's like, what do you do if your industry where you work is not conducive to meeting somebody? Well, then you can hold a different situation. Yeah. But in your case, with being such a social place you get you see a lot of different people coming and going yeah. from guests to employees right so now it's like damn is this woman i choose i, I find let say where we find her is strong enough to deal with right. i'm in front of a lot of women of all sh- right. shapes and sizes and my eyes are not predictable can you it's right. like can you handle that can you handle it and everybody a lot of men built for it right are you are you capable of handling me talking to a different girl every night even if she's just staff yeah you know what i'm saying like I get phone calls. I, not, I don't get really a lot of phone. Not a lot of people make phone calls anymore. <laughs> let, me, let me be real. I get a lot of snaps. I get a lot of DMs, and I get a lot of uh, text messages. Yeah. I'm gonna be real. Like I don't get phone calls. Like only people that call me is like my boss. Yeah, and my mom. Everybody, everybody, your generation ain't making no phone calls. No, so I'm, I'm. They sliding and running through these mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get, I get messages throughout the whole day. Can I get? Can I change the shift or? You know, hey, are you working tonight? Mm-hmm. Or hey, such and such just came in and said, "Are you working tonight?" Like, I get I get messages from the day I like on my days off, saying I had someone last night ask me, "Are you closing tomorrow?" Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. It's Monday. I'm not coming in. It's like being an entrepreneur. I mean, you just you're the same as an entrepreneur. A, 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 you're a boss. Like, when, yeah. And when you run shit, your phone never stops. And I've I've done that. I've had my own place. I've yeah. had my own burger joint. Yeah, I've you, done it. Your phone don't stop. My you, burger don't. I, you know, it, it, it. No, my phone didn't stop. No, 
My, they called my brother. My brother would call me. Mm-hmm. Or he would direct them to call me. Exactly. It don't stop. And it was just cool. Like, I don't care. But at the same time, you have to draw that line. Mm-hmm. And at, at your workplace, instead of your personal life. Set the boundaries. You know, hey, like, I'm off Mondays and Tuesdays. Don't call me. Yeah. There you got two other managers you can call. Go call them. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's something to do into, like, if something that you need to talk to me personally about, or it's my shift, like, I got to work with you on that shift, yeah, yeah. You, I'm fine with you shooting me a text. I don't care about that. Yeah. But, like, if I'm out trying to be hanging out with a female. Respect my days off. You know, and, I'm, and you know, like, I don't, I don't go, I don't go up to my, I, God, I rarely ever go up to my job on my day off. Fuck no. You'll never, like, you'll never, like, even though, like, I get a hundred dollar, I get a hundred dollar tab a month just for whatever. Yeah. I've not, I've used it once, and that was for our Christmas party. Yeah. And that was to buy everybody and on my staff a shot, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't ever use it. Right. So, I was like, you know, I'll buy everybody a shot. I'm not supposed to do it, but. Hey, it's yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry everybody. Christmas, even Merry though Christmas. it was in February, but Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, ho-ho-hos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Merry <laughs> Chrysler. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, but how, like, can the female, like, from a female aspect. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? And if she's in the industry too, I got to be okay with that too. Like yep. people hitting her up, but you have to draw that line. Like I said, and say like, "Oh, it's our day off. We're gonna kick it." Like, fuck, let's turn the phones off. And Is go. that what made you guys break up? Was that her not being comfortable with that lifestyle, or just me? I mean, was it maybe a combination of that you guys just grew out because I've been together for so fucking I think, long? I think it was somewhat of the bar industry, mm-hmm. but mind you, I was also working like two other jobs i was working that um i had a lawn service of my own Mm -hmm. um i had about like 15 17 yards i was doing Mm -hmm. which is actually very good to start off and with with a year yeah you know and like like, i i mean so it was it was whatever like i had that and then i'd work the bar and then i'd work security sometimes at a different bar Mm -hmm. so it it mean it all played it played into itself and yeah if, if you a hustler as a man yeah. and your chick's not a hustler it's not gonna work right and i mean she worked be, you she gotta worked. both be like you got but yeah. she has to be that like that same kind of yeah, yeah hustler yeah, you, yeah, like yeah. can't be a nine to five then you date somebody that's doing shit all never the time because i'm doing shit all the time too but i would fit you into my day yeah yeah, yeah. where i can I'll talk, to, I'll talk to you all day i'll text you all day yeah but like we, i'm gonna see you when i see you yeah and, and, and that's that's a hard that's a hard time that's a hard part of a relationship like, yeah a lot of people don't understand that proximity and time yeah and everybody like, love think, language is different you know and i think i think that played a role in it i think i think when we got married it might have like sunk in and said this is real like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stuck with this motherfucker mm-hmm. but mind you she was like I was the only person she's ever been with. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So going back to what I was saying, like we, we hooked up junior year, my junior year in high school. Mm-hmm. She was homeschooled. Yeah. I went to a public school. Yeah. Um, we way off top. Oh my God. We went way off topic on that one. But so I was working at Snooks as a uh, bagger, cart guy, whatever, stalker, whatever they needed done. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she got hired on and, uh, I was there first, like maybe like almost a year before she started working there, and she got hired on as a bagger too. But she was, uh, like I said, she was daytime, or she was homeschooled, so she could work during the day, mm-hmm. which I couldn't. Because right, you go to public, you go to school. Yeah, so she could do whatever she wanted, do her schoolwork anytime. Yeah, but she was pretty much done anyway. She mm-hmm. just had to like take the final like test or whatever. Yeah. 
for the finish to get her degree or high school degree or whatever. Right. The high school diploma. Right. So prom time came up. We do a thing called uh, like usually it's all the seniors go to prom mm-hmm. at high schools. Well, my school it's called Naval Ball, and they allow the whole school to go. Mm-hmm. So, which is cool. Whatever. Like I went to a school with three hundred kids, yeah. if that. I'm fine with freshmen. You know, yeah. my senior year, I was one of the top dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying like I was the top dog, but everyone knew me. Yeah, yeah. and it was just fine. Like. Yeah. You know, you play soccer, you wrestle, you play football, basketball. And just, just, you just that guy. I completely understand. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, you live know, the you same just, life. You know, just people, you know, I just try to be friendly to everybody. I don't care yeah. what your situation is in life, but I just try to be friendly with Man, you. Because I don't know, I don't know what you're going through at home. And I, I don't know what people do to you when I'm not around exactly. at school. But you want to shoot somebody a text saying, don't come in that day. I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, I might make a phone call myself and be like, uh, 911, like, this person just told me not to come to school this day. Yeah. I don't know why, but they, they, they get bullied a lot. Yeah. But, you know, and that's, that's another thing, too. But we'll get back to that. So, like I said, naval ball, prime time, boom. I'm sitting in there, and I, I think I was on the phone with my brother, uh, Chris, and we're talking about going, and uh, I was talking about, like, I think he was talking about, like, uh, we're going to rent a car or a limo or something. Yeah. This is junior year. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I was like, I don't even think I want to go. Like, I've been to freshman year junior, or sophomore year. Like, maybe I'll skip this one and just go all out for senior year. Right. And she was, like, sitting in the break room while I was on the break room, in the break room. She was getting off. I was just coming on to work. And she was like, so, like, I was like, uh, like, we whatever me and my brother talked for like another minute and we hung up the phone i was like i'll talk to you later about it i gotta start working in like 10 minutes let me get some shit together mm-hmm. so she was like oh you go to like she's like i never been like we were talking and she's like i've never been to prom and i was like what do you mean she's like i'm homeschooled like she's like i've never been to a school dance yeah, yeah i made it work yeah, right. yeah yeah so she's like i've never been to like a school dance yeah man i mean she's like i've never like she's like i've like, my last grade I completed in school, like, like, she went to school for was, like, third grade. Damn. And then she was homeschooled after that. Yeah. Fuck. So, like, she's like, I've never been to a school dance. I've never, like, done anything. I've never went to, like, a luncheon with kids. Never been on, like, she's like, I don't even remember the last field trip that we took in school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, I wasn't going to go to prom, but if you want to go, like, hit her with that old slide move. Like, <laughs> hey, if you want to go to prom, I'll take you. Like, you can come to mine. Yeah, you, you know, slide dog. <laughs> you know, so so we went and we kicked it, and uh, you know, just we became friends before we became you know intimate, um, which was cool. Like we got to really know each other. Yeah, you were her, like, you were her, her pathway to being social. Yeah, and exactly, exactly. She didn't have friends. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she didn't, she didn't like, and she wasn't like one of those weird like homeschool kids you know what i'm yeah, saying she, like she she was smart and, and with it but she is but i think she didn't have a she didn't have a way out because her she, parents were so strict yeah she had a network yeah she, she was have, stuck know? in the house yeah yeah so like i said we we talked for like four months or we maybe we talked a little longer than that and then we started dating and then like four months in we might have done the damn thing <laughs> but you know there was there was there was multiple times where we could have done anything but I told her, I was like, I don't want to be that guy 
Because you're vulnerable as fuck because you don't know better. Because you don't know nothing. You know no goddamn You know better. what I'm saying? And I, I'm you not like, going to be that you guy. Like, you take... like Bambi. I'm, I'm hunting with an AK. Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to be that guy that takes advantage of you. Yeah. Like, I could have done that months out the, out ago. the box. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, could have been gone that, already. Could have done that prom night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I didn't. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I just, you know, I just kept it professional and I kept it, like, you know, like, try to be the gentleman that my my mother and my uh, my father raised me to be. Yeah. So, um, which was cool. And like, and her parents were like okay with me. Yeah. They really didn't. They, they really didn't care for they, me. They, 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 they don't really care about anybody. They're not. They're not. And they're not like, gonna... like I said, because they saw me as a threat. Yeah. Because they were you like, gonna ravage my daughter. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, and his name was Butch. Oh, he gonna deflower <laughs> my daughter. Huh? He was like, he was like. <laughs> Oh, that's my that's my baby girl. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh man, that's cool. Like, I, like, I was like, dude, I don't want to do anything to your daughter that she what doesn't you want. do to her. I'm gonna do to you, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Motherfuckers tell me that shit all the time. I've been told that so many times. Fuck out of here. Well, sir, bust down, Tatiana, bust down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ain't a small dude. How about man. this? Sir? I've been six foot for a long, like six foot's average. I get that. Not really. I'd be surprised. I'd be forgetting. Like, I, I hang with all six. Six, six two and up guys. Right, right. Then you go out like, damn, people are really off five something, yeah, huh? Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I was down there. You know, and mm-hmm. like I'm out of shape right now, I ain't gonna lie. Like, whatever. Like, fuck high school. Like <laughs> I'm not in high school no more. I ain't playing sports. <laughs> He's grown. I'm, this, I'm, this, I, you got a grown body. You know, it, this this is whis- a working body. This whiskey and beer and beer <laughs> ain't, you know This is a, I got a job body, okay? I do you know, shit that yeah, all day man. body. So like I was 185 all throughout high school. Mm-hmm. I wrestled. I was not scared of nobody. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I took mixed martial arts over the years. I took, yeah. like, um, I used to take some type of karate, whatever, whatever. So, you like MMA fighter or something? Say, a yeah. little bit. I know a little bit. I'm not saying I'm the best. I know a little bit. I ain't no Connor or nothing. <laughs> you know, I ain't no John Jones Bones. But I'll scrap with a motherfucker out here. I get you the ground to pound in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a pretty good wrestler though. I was real I, good. I get you on the ground, baby. Oh yeah. It's no one don't do anything on the ground. Yeah, oh, I'll break I'll break your knee. I don't give a fuck. Done done. No, yeah, you won't walk ever again ever the same. They gonna need a cast or something for you. But you know, like they didn't like me because I would, you know, I'm taking her away. Whatever. Like that's yeah. how the way they saw it. Yeah. And I we got to a point where she was like, I don't wanna live here no more. And I wasn't living at home at the time. Like yeah. I said, me and my mom didn't see She wanted to be free. Like, she, 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 you you were her taste of freedom. Yeah. And as you grow, as all teenagers go in the young 20s, they want to be free and do free shit. Right. And so, like I said, prom time. And then we were probably right around where senior year was getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was living at home. I was living with uh, my aunt. But I was, I had like my own, I had my own little like loft apartment. Yeah. Because she like lived in this big ass fucking house. There. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. You know, like she didn't, she yeah. didn't need, and so I paid her like this much money a month. Yeah, that she didn't need it, but I still helped out because that's the person I am. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Well, you think your aunt would let me move in?" I was like, "I don't fucking know. Like, I don't even know if she wants me here anymore." <laughs> but I'm never home, so it didn't matter. Right. So I talked to her, and she was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't care." Nothing. Like, she's a good girl. Like, she can do whatever. She's having a hard time at her place. Like, I get it. Yeah. Whatever. So she moved in. She moved in like of us like six months dating, dude. At Damn, like boy. at like uh was that seventeen? I was, had to be six so I was like sixteen going on seventeen, whatever. Damn, y'all doing a lot of shit. I was just trying to get my I was just trying I, I wasn't even drinking yet at my at that age. You know, but yeah, but 
it is what it is. Like, shit happens in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And you learn. So we dated and dated and dated. And we had our ups and downs. And, you know, we're young, man. Young people are young and dumb, man. It ain't, it ain't a joke. It yeah. ain't a joke. People mess up so much in, in a young relationship. Yeah, absolutely. But what you, you're opposed to, that's what those years are for. Yeah, 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 yeah. You so, just want to make sure you get out of them unscathed. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah. You want to have that season, those those scars yeah. that it makes you a better adult. And it, it, tell you what, like, those six years have turned turned me into a different person. Yeah. I look at relationships a little differently. Yeah. I know what I'm looking for. What would you say your biggest gem was from that six years with her together? What do you mean, like, like, what you, what you, what, what do you carry from that relationship forward? Like, what do you, what things that really stand out that you hold on to to help you navigate oh, through relationships at this point? Listening, man, like listening and communication mm-hmm. is key. Because I was, I was eighteen. I didn't care. I didn't care. Like, I didn't care. Like, I'm like, I haven't lived at home in two years. Listening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, you know, I, I. I didn't live at home for two years. I didn't have I didn't have anyone to tell me what to do. I was on my own. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't care. So like like so why do I have to answer to you? Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to answer to you. Yeah. Like you're not my mom. You're my girlfriend. Yeah. But you don't you don't set my rules for me. Yeah. You're not my dad. Now if my dad told me to be my get your ass home, like well, that's what yeah. going home. He was young, so you didn't understand that. Yeah, and I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Like I just, I just didn't get it. Like a lot of young people don't. Like communication is key when they tell you that in a relationship. And listening, listening is a big Freedom part. Freedom free. It's Freedom not, has a cost. It's not. So listening is a big part. I mean, that's what I could tell a lot of young dudes out here now. Like, if you're going to be in a serious relationship, I mean, listen to her. Honestly, honestly, listen to her. Doesn't matter if it's the same fucking story you heard five times. Just listen to it. Yeah. Who cares? At the end of the day, if if that ten minute rant makes her happy, why do you care? Like that's going to change her whole outcome of her day mm-hmm. by you sitting there and listening to her. And I'm not saying like you got to listen to all the bullshit. Like every story. I mean, like some days you don't want to listen to it. Whatever mm-hmm. you know. But I we tried. Like we tried to like uh, like first time we see each other like and i i, I don't try to do that i mean you take you take bits and parts from different relationships and you, absolutely you, the best parts you take the best parts from every mm-hmm. relationship you have and you put that towards your new one every time yep and then you take the best parts from that relationship and you pull it out yep not everything's gonna work you know so you you learn that's why yeah. you're learning yeah but i can tell you like if you listen to someone and they're having a rough day like if you're gonna be in a serious relationship make Make 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, of you two talking to each other. If it's before bed, if it's right when you get home from work, whatever. If it's on the phone, if you got to do it while you're on break, mm-hmm. just make it to be a point in your life where you're going to talk for 10 minutes and be like, so one person can rant and the other person can listen. Because mm-hmm. you need that in a relationship. If you hold shit in, like if you hold everything in, at some point, someone's going to blow up. Yep. And the more you hold in, the bigger the fight's going to be. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that that's going to go either two ways. Either you're not going to talk to each other for a couple of days, or that relationship's going to be done-done. Yeah. Because if you want, somebody else will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest you know, you know, thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, and, somebody else will. So, you, she chose she chose you to be that person to, yeah. to, yeah. to, 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 to vent to. Fuck yeah, dude. And that's, I mean... 
and actively listen. Like when you actively listen, it's like okay, I'm listening. I can repeat something when you say because I want to know more about it. And then because you gonna have days where you want that from her. And women are better than us. You know, oh, that's, no, that's the easy part. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. And if you can give her that time, I mean, I think a big thing is I always, you know, as women, you know, I talk to them like, "What's your love language?" Everyone right. receives love different. Some right. women receive love from cleaning the house. Cool. Yeah. Some people, some women need affection. Some even need words. So like, everyone receives love in different ways. So you have to be humble enough to ask that question and then adhere to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's how you, that's just BS communications. You have yeah. to figure out how best, how do you best communicate affection to you? Everyone's different. Yeah. And, um, I mean. Hey.